Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week through the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens. Hello. Rob, the old guy. From the world's famous Rob Charney show. And Miss Audacity herself, Melanie. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Melanie. Hi, guys. <laughs> it's good to have you with us. It's good to be back. Yeah. We, we were discussing earlier, it's only been 48, no, 48 weeks. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> uh, I hope I'm not at 48 weeks. Yeah, I, Good God. <laughs> I hope not, too. I don't know why 48 came out. I'm thinking of hours or something. I, not, obviously not weeks. <laughs> so. I'm pretty sure that would be a Guinness Book of Real Records. World Records. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm Barbara Walters. Yeah, I know. Jeez, we don't do a show for a couple of weeks, and none of us could talk anymore. Sitting on the bar, still acting like a darn fool. So my favorite story out of the week, just because it's so wacky, and I'm, I'm picking on a celebrity. So Demi Lovato says, calling extraterrestrial aliens is offensive. <laughs> yeah, I read that. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. Demi Lovato has said referring to extraterrestrials as aliens is derogatory, and the world should no longer and the word should no longer be used for potential potential otherworldly visitors. The singer, by the way, this is Rolling Stones. All right, the singer. So it goes on for about five pages. Yes, but here's so, the, yeah. Give us a synopsis. The singer's bold comments bold came while promoting a new documentary, unidentified, in which. They embark on a road trip to investigate the truth about perceived the UFO phenomena. Hmm. Okay. Hey, let's talk. Let's ask our resident liberal what she thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Is it offensive to aliens, Melanie? Um, I I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know any aliens. <laughs> I don't know why it would be. <laughs> Well, if they've traveled, I don't think it's offensive. There, there you go. Travel hundreds of light years to get here to Earth, and somehow they're going to be a—they're going to turn around and go back because we call them aliens. That was always my favorite joke. That you know, a scientist talks like, so they flew thousands, if potentially millions, of miles to visit Clem's anus. That you know. Okay. <laughs> What's oh, I mean. Maybe they didn't travel that far. I heard that they just moved space and time. So they don't actually move, but space and time moved. I so see. maybe they're not foreign. I don't know. They've been here all along. Maybe. Who knows? It is us. Maybe we're the foreign object. That's right. You got it. It is us. We're the aliens. We're, we're, well, technically, we're all we're, being in America. We're, we're all aliens at some point. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not offended. You could call me an alien. I won't be offended. I know, yeah, but I have thick skin. Uh, I'm not offended either. Uh, oh, uh, did we lose somebody? It's it's Ryan Preston. Unfortunately, oh so. no. So can you do a party call? party call now you're going to try to get no i mean if we add ryan to this mix we'll never get anything done no yeah unfortunately ryan's <laughs> getting declined i'm ryan if you're listening just a day late and a dollar short yeah run. once again that ryan an answer although that's just, well yeah he was calling in yeah well i'm saying you know you expect to ryan to actually be on the show no he was just calling to say he couldn't make it probably, probably. yeah you're you're probably right <laughs> At, at this point, it's he. It's the gag. It's like Ryan's unavailable. Yeah, we'll just keep it that way. So, all right, everybody, what so, happened on well, this I have date? A question for you're retired, right? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll jump to your story. Go ahead. Would, would you like to make uh, about twenty one dollars an hour just sitting at home watching TV? Sure. Why not? So for eight weeks, they will pay you to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> For about twenty twenty one dollars and twenty five cents an hour. Do I get to pick the seasons? All you have to do, all you have to do, is just sit there, watch it, and look for per, basically predictive storylines to predict the future through The Simpsons. <clears throat> wow! So do you have to be hmm. sober? And 
you will get a free box of donuts each week. <laughs> oh yeah. See, being being sober, there's no chance. But if you you know, if I was able to drink and maybe <laughs> maybe have you know uh, a vegetable or two, I, I might be able to predict that. That's pretty funny. They should give you a six so, yeah, pack of Duff beer. Yeah. Huh. Awesome. Oh, yeah, they Jeez. They, yeah, they I don't know, to, man. The symptoms, the symptoms they might be take tough. Notes on standout storylines to give feedback on, and their prediction experts are going to study those notes that you come up with to try to make future predictions. No, that's too much like school. I couldn't do that. <laughs> but they taking old notes. I haven't taken notes in a. Long- They've, they've been amazing at predicting the future. They've, they've, of course, if you've been on for 30 years, you're going to predict something, right? I, 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 I don't know. I rarely watch the it's Simpsons. It's much easier to find those in hindsight, though, than to try to see what's coming up. True. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely true. Yeah. So I, I've been trying to figure out what the new hubbub about Dave Chappelle's new netflix special because i've seen it all over social media about how he should be canceled i know he got he got in trouble for in part of the trans community for a trans joke is it the same thing that's from what i, I read that, I that's what it. yeah it's all i've said not watching a special i have no idea what the joke was or, or but apparently some people are upset about i mean it. It wasn't as offensive as his last one, that's for sure. I think he was much more articulate this time around. And I don't, I just don't get it. Like, I get it, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. Everybody's way too sensitive. That's the whole point of comedy, is we should be able to make fun of all the different groups. Yeah. Like, if you make fun of cis white women or blondes, I'm going to laugh at myself through your joke. I'm not going to be offended because I don't, I know that I am more than a blonde, you know, like, Oh, all blondes are stupid. Ha ha ha. I know that I'm not stupid. So I can laugh at that. But if I agree with you that I think that I'm stupid, then I'm going to be offended by that joke. So like, why are you getting offended? I don't get it. I wouldn't like, want to be unless you agree that you're lesser than you shouldn't be offended. There you're you, not lesser than that's it's right. A joke. There you go. Well, I wouldn't want to be a, a comedian these days. I can tell you that because it's just, you can't, what are you going to make fun of? Cause I, I, I heard Dave Chappelle. Tell I have it. Pizza. What was that? James? It's if you're going to make fun of pineapple on pizza. Oh yeah. Oh, right. And <laughs> offend the, the, <laughs> Pineapple farmers of America. The, yeah, fruit growers association. <laughs> I so I heard I heard an interview by Dave Chappelle about the first the last special he did, and I guess the the trans woman he made fun of actually he 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 met I guess after the special and she thanked him said that was the most affirming thing ever is by having somebody poke fun at me. I guess the way he did it. Now, well, I I don't remember the joke so. In this last one that he just came out with, he tells the entire story of that woman. Oh, really? And she basically commits suicide, but not because of him, because of all the trans community going against her because she supported him. Holy uh, shit. And her, right. her, own com- her own community of trans people, like hassled her so i don't i don't know the word i'm looking for heckled her whatever online so much so that that is part of what led i mean i don't know nobody knows for sure why she did what she did i can't say 100 percent that was it but that led to it more than what he said and he actually thoroughly supported her in her career and talks about how she was an opening act for him and she totally sucked like really bad, like wasn't funny at all. But then he came on and she starts like talking to him during his set. And the audience starts talking to her during Dave's set. And she nailed all the jokes. And she ended up being like the star of his show, basically. Not during her own set, because she kind of bombed, but during his. It's a really interesting story. And I think that people should listen to the newest special that Dave does to hear about full story that he says about it because it's really easy to just take a part of it 
and say, oh, that's offensive. But when you hear the whole thing, I don't think it was that offensive. And I will note, I'm not a trans person, so I can't speak for them what they find offensive. That's up to them. All I can say is, I'm willing to be made fun of, and I can laugh at myself if I don't agree with the thing that they're saying, you know? But if you agree with it, then it's going to be offensive. So... I've been, it's worth watching. I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't had time. I'm definitely going to, I, now I'm curious more about the story. Cause I never got the, like the whole, the whole roundabout of conversation. I find it funny that we went from like Don Rickles. If, if you guys ever want to see an act that you could never do ever again, look up the Dean Martin roasts and type in uh, Dean Martin roasts, Don Rickles. You're either going to be offended or surprised. Just the, the, the jokes and the fact that most of them are laughing. Um, there's another there's another episode where um, oh dude, Freddie Prince was on there. It's Freddie Prince and another comedian, and and just look it up. It's that this whole the whole thing is is completely amazing. Like how comedy has changed. Um, those are like the biggest ones I can see. Because even like nowadays, if you look at the modern roasts, they don't can even remotely compare to what they said to the 1970s. Dean Martin. Well, pretty, uh, pretty brutal back then. That's an understatement. I mean, I saw the one of them saying stuff about um, Dave Chappelle, and then they popped up. um, Oh gosh, it was uh, I can't think of his name in it. Richard Pryor and. Somebody else. I, I just remember seeing Richard Pryor and, and another comedian from back in the seventies, and I'm like, "Yep, yeah, those guys were a lot worse than Dave Chappelle and a lot of their comedy shows. A lot of the ones that were were, were not recorded were even worse, from what I understood." Oh, hey, t- talk about a comedian pissing the world off, or at least America. Do you see that Joe Rogan thing? This <laughs> now, is, what did Joe do? Oh no, this is the most interesting. Is Joe Rogan had. Most interesting. uh, Well, Joe Rogan had a doctor who's usually on CNN on. And I guess he works for CNN. And CNN has been saying nonstop that Joe Rogan took a horse dinner. Wow. What was that? Like 3D. (laughs) Um, That was an extraterrestrial. They were mad that we called them. They were all upset because we called them an alien. Um. So they, they had the doctor on at CNN and that, and Don Lemon, and a couple other people said that Joe Rogan was taking horse dewormer, which ivermectin, <laughs> there, well, there's a version yeah, of ivermectin yeah. and, and, and Joe Rogan had him on and, and was saying, Hey, they, they shouldn't have done this. And the guy was defending CNN. He said, I got my prescription from a doctor. They're liable. They're, it just basically got the, the guy to agree to everything. It literally went viral. Mm. Because the guy was 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 backstepping so backstepping so much on behalf of his employer. Yeah. Well. Okay. So now that we covered that. Well, no, it's just I'm covering that. You make fun of Joe Rogan, but he he, he makes more news and speaks, um, does kind of the the, the news. He doesn't job. speak for me. He, yes, obviously. I don't identify as Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's fascinating because right now he's 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 been a better journalist than CNN has been, but he also has three hour podcasts and millions of listeners. Unlike yes. our little show, he must be doing something right. Let's just piss everybody off. He and... gets stoned on a lot of his earlier episodes. All right. Okay. We went and saw him recently in Sacramento, and I have to say I like his podcast more than this stand up. I was a little disappointed with this stand-up. It wasn't terrible, but one of his opening acts was a lot funnier than he was. And hmm. I was like, I think I would just rather listen to his podcast. I unfortunately agree. I, I expected a little more. I don't know. Maybe my expectations were too high or going into it. I don't know. I was, I was a little... I... I always want to, when I listen to one of his specials, I always want to laugh at him, but I've just never laughed at a Joe Rogan joke. However, I think the dude's incredibly interesting and very tiny. He's a very tiny, wide man. He's tiny and wide? 
Yeah, he's like five four. Five four. Five four five six. Yeah, You're he's, kidding? No, he's tiny and wide. Huh. Wow. And well, wide. never wide. seen him in person. Okay. I have no idea. Well, I saw him next to white or wide. You got wide. Like, really. Wide. He's both. Death. It kind of sounds like wide the way he said it. It's both. Like, I, yeah. He's he's <laughs> he's he's white, tiny, and wide. Wow. He's also one of the few announcers that could uh, get in the octagon and beat the crap out of the person fighting. So that's amazing. Well, good for him anyway. So I'm just jealous of his followers. I'm jealous of his bank account. Uh, <laughs> I don't get to see his bank account, so I don't know. But I know how many followers he has. Well, he signed a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. That makes me a little jealous. By the way, jealousy is not a bad thing. Jealousy can be a motivator. You know they don't just give him the hundred million right off the bat. He actually has to get that in like installments and stuff. You know, right? Yeah, it's not just one big check. check. Yeah, duh. I mean, come on. Melanie told me that. Oh, she told you duh. <laughs> duh. All right, all right. I got a test for everybody. You ready? What happened on today? Today in history, what happened today in history in 1867? Somebody was born. Possibly. Not my, died. Not my story, and possibly that as well. Not my story. <laughs> uh, no idea. All right, you ready for this? United States bought Alaska for $7.2 million. 7.2, that means that, you know, Bill Gates and all kinds of other people could have bought Alaska back then. <laughs> okay, just kidding. Yep. So it reminds and me. And Russia's been upset about that ever since. Yeah, I don't know. They've kind of written it off. They were just mad that we found all the resources there gas, oil, gold. You know, that's what got them upset. We were smart enough to find stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens when you just give a bunch of Russians alcohol. It's like, here, go have some vodka. Well, it's better than giving them beads. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But it's the same. I'm dude. sorry. I wonder what that would calculate to the, to today's pricing. Um, Hold on, give me a second. See if I can so, actually get my app. Yeah, uh, let's see. 1867. So you have to look up. Let's see if you get your thing to work. <laughs> your money calculator. <laughs> John checks his money's worth what it's worth every day. So he, 1867. What is what it was it? 2 some seven point two. Billion. Million. Okay. Not not even close to billion. Nobody even knew that number existed back back so then. So let's just do seven million. So seven million is one hundred thirty-two million sixty-six thousand. That's all. Sure, that's wow. yeah. So one hundred thirty-two million sixty-six thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty-seven cents. Hmm, that still seems like a bargain. Wow. It does. Yeah, I just saw it more. Wow, the Russians sold it cheap. They did. Hmm. And uh, no wonder they're still mad at us. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, so that's my date in history. Uh, whoa. <clears throat> so, um, you guys have heard of the Venezuelan Navy and how amazing they are? <laughs> no. Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and tell us? So this is from... B How amazing is it? It's so amazing. Um, a, a Venezuelan Navy coastal patrol boat sank in the Caribbean after allegedly ramming a cruise ship that it had ordered to change directions. <laughs> the owners of the Portuguese-flagged RCGS Rosaluke, so the naval vessel... Bob also fired shots in active aggression in international waters. The collision left a cruise ship, which has reinforced hull for sailing in icy waters with only minimal damage. <laughs> Venezuela accused the Resolute of an act of aggression and piracy. It also said, uh, it also said, do not rule out the cruise ship was transporting mercenaries to attack a military base in Venezuela. That's that's right. People are going from, people are going from Portugal to <laughs> attack Venezuela. <laughs> Somehow, I don't think that commute computes. Oh boy! But I, I love the fact that a, a naval vessel They're, was sunk by a luxury cruise liner. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a conspiracy there somewhere, isn't there? They obviously wanted the new ship, so. <laughs> Huh. They just couldn't ask for one. They had to lose the one they had. 
they have insurance? Did they what? Did they have any insurance on that? Thing? <laughs> That's funny. I, I would love to hear. Yeah, they, they had a Lloyd's of London policy. Hello, Lloyd. <laughs> I crashed my vessel. Oh boy. <laughs> I just, I just imagine that the the, the the captain of this naval ship's like, ram them full speed, whack. Captain, what are sinking? <laughs> I don't know why all of a sudden they're Russian. Do I they? don't know. They're not even close. No, all of a sudden they're bad Boris and Natasha. <laughs> they're very bad. Well, that's uh, that's a bummer for them. So yeah, yeah. You, have you guys heard of the band Suicidal Tendencies? Yeah. I've, Heck so, yeah! So the band, <laughs> so the the band Suicidal Tendency, their account was taken bad, down due to the band name on Instagram. What? One of those AIs took over and and said, "Hey, you said suicide. We got to ban you." Type thing. Suicidal Tendency's Instagram account mysteriously disappeared three weeks ago, and it turns out that the band's name was likely flagged by social media contents filter. Mm-hmm. So somehow, one of the most icon, one of the biggest iconic bands, if you're into that type of music, the mm-hmm. name got it banned. I think it's. Hilarious. Gee, it figures. Now, why can't it happen to Justin Bieber and Taylor <laughs> Swift and stuff that could actually do a benefit to mankind? Well, you got to have those keywords in there and. Oh, wait a minute. Was that, was, was I being a snob there? No, it's all right. Everybody t- t- teach their own. I'm, 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 uh, what's that? So I didn't go to Aftershock, but apparently um, Machine Gun Kelly yeah. was pelted on stage <laughs> by uh, bottles and branches. Now, I heard so, that. He- yeah. Yeah, I, I from from the rumor mill is that he was not very good that night. He <laughs> 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 was having a you know an unusually off night. <laughs> what do I know? Yeah. I couldn't even tell you one song from Shane Gun Kelly. <laughs> you know, I can't either. Like I real, I you know. Um, so he was at aftershock, and I played a little clip of his music, and I'm like, why the hell did he even go? It like doesn't match anything that at the concert. It was just crap. I I, I like, do. I would have thrown shit at him too. I do think <laughs> it's funny. I can name a couple of Taylor Swift songs and uh, Justin Bieber songs. I couldn't tell you what genre of music. There you go. See, <laughs> see. Yeah, that, you outsmarted yourself on that one. No, I decided it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I remember but, going. Uh, apparently, he also almost got in a fight with one of the crowd when they jumped the barrier and charged at him. Oh well, no, that's gonna go well. He, for he's him. got the right to clock him. It's all right with me. I don't think yeah. after after seeing knowing some of the people that went to aftershock, it wouldn't turn out well for him. <laughs> for 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 the those that you don't understand, but the term. Yeah, I don't even know thing. his staff, and I don't want to know his music. That's as far as I'm concerned with it. <laughs> Yeah, but, I yeah, assume I he's rap. I don't. It's like rap, rap pop or something. Trying to be like there's uh, pop rap. Whatever the hell it is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm the old guy here. Remember, I. Yeah, I don't really know this crap either. I don't really want to know. Honestly, I've heard some of it. I'm like maybe a couple seconds of it and I just turned it off. Oh, I, I, okay. I used to be really into discovering modern new music and then I turned 40 or but 35. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stop listening to anything new. And pretty much I haven't. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing new to talk about today. Thank you very much. Now, Goodbye. Now I've been listening to Bubblegum Pop from the 60s. Bubblegum? Like, yeah, bubble That's cum. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, John. Uh, Can we edit that out? Oh, man. You should see how many shades of red he's turned into that one. (laughs) It it does remind me. (laughs) It does remind me of the song you you hear on all the kids' commercials. You know, yummy, yummy, yummy. I've got love in my tummy. My Mm. statement was closer to what the song's about than what the commercial is. Hmm. Uh, Okay. Next. Next. <laughs> Bobby Flay uh, nabbed a hundred million dollars streaming food deal. Well, so he, my understanding, I am in the initial report on Bobby Flay uh, with uh, the Bobby. food the Food Network was that um, he wanted a contract of four hundred million. 
Oh, wow. That was the initial. So now they kind of said, I don't think so. And so I think this was Bobby's way of getting his own entity out there, getting away from the Food Network. Uh, and I, I wouldn't surprise me. I just think, you know, throw out a number there. Bubby's going to, probably going to say, I'm going to throw out a number there. There's no way they're going to accept it. And I can move along because his contract's coming to an end. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they replace him with an, like a little old Israeli Jewish grandma. I'd be good with me. Cause I think it would be hilarious. Here's, <laughs> here's this famous world chef. And all of a sudden you got this, this, this little old grandma yelling at everybody in Yiddish, which by the way, I would watch. Hey, you know, always looking for different recipes. I'm good with it. Bobby's, you know, pretty much the same all the time now. He's been the same. Put him on the chilies, a bunch of, you know, spices in there, a little bit of chili powder and more chilies and some more chilies and more powder. That's it. That's Bobby Flay. Him and Mauro Batali are the same people, in my opinion, that are cooking. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyway, I hope Bobby doesn't get mad at me. He's going to listen to this podcast and he's going to be upset. That's I right. really like him. That, that's right. He's going to go one <laughs> podcast from the middle of nowhere is talking crap about him. That's right. He's, he's uh, yeah. Actually, you know, Mr. Who, Flay, I apologize that this, no slight intended. You're a fantastic world chef and you know what? more no, power to no, you. I want you to mention on, on your Twitter feed how Mad Trio podcasts have been making fun of you, calling you a crappy chef, and Gordon Ramsay could clean your clock twice on Sunday. I want you to say that, how bad of a chef I really think you are, right on your Twitter feed. And it's at Mad Trio Show, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> so, Go right ahead. Yeah, hey, it's all right. Let's move along here. <laughs> like, we got a lot to talk about. They, this one kind of cracks me up. So, uh, George... Takei, Takei, I got to pronounce his name, Takei. No, it's Takei. He used to go on uh, interviews and say it's Takei, like gay. Yeah, that's, that's what he how used to actually say. I remembered it. Had a comment to talk about William Shatner. For those who don't know, William Shatner played Captain Kirk on Star Trek. <gasps> he did. He did, and he actually oh, wow. went. He went into space. Well, he went up and he came back down, but he still went up in space, which is fitting considering what the rocket looks like. Blue Origin. Uh, took him up there and brought him back down and, and he survived it and everything's wonderful and great. And, and then George has to say, he's boldly going where other people have gone before. <laughs> Come on, George. And then he criticized him saying, yeah, he's a terribly out of shape, 90 year old. Well, George, you're 84 years old. I mean, oh, is he? yeah, well, they're all, you know, this is, yeah, they're old, but... and it's, this is a, this is a feud that's been going on. Uh, with them since the 60s for for quite a long time i i think it had to do with after star trek 5 movie yeah star trek 5 uh he got mad he thought shatner dissed him in some way or another anyway so he, they've been upset ever since i will say though that uh shatner was pretty funny in his retort to him uh let me see if i can find it now i want uh, oh well never mind I guess basically he said that the the only press George gets is when he disses Shatner. <laughs> yeah, it was, he, it was it was an amazing response. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. It was pretty good. But anyway, I thought, you know, here we got an eighty four year old and a ninety year old, and they're still feuding like you know elementary school kids on the playground. It just is amazing. This this is proof that some people just don't change. Ah. You know that that that. Being a, being a jackass is, is ageless. I can tell you that age is only a number because my brain doesn't feel like I'm as old as I am. I still think I'm in high school. Uh, okay. This, this, is his, this is his thing is don't hate George. <laughs> the only time he gets press is when he talks about bad about me. Yeah, there he you go. 50 plus years ago, I took a camera angle that denied him. 30 more seconds of primetime TV. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> that's funny. That's that's amazing. That's actually pretty funny. That was his response. It'd be funny if they were like best friends in real life and it was all just a show for the media. So wouldn't that be great? Oh, that, that would be, be awesome. great if that turns out, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, we find out that that's actually the case. That they've, they've actually been putting this on and they're, you know, they're actually like sitting around. Plus years. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know, the, the longest running joke. It, it, it'd be like when you're learning that Dean Martin wasn't really that heavy of a drinker. <laughs> like most of it, like, cause he always played being drunk oh, yeah. and everybody yeah. said, mm, well, he drank, but so like Ron white. 
Now, Ron Weiss actually said he's a functional alcoholic. <laughs> oh, he really is drinking this. Yeah. Uh, the more he drinks, the funnier he gets. That's a good question. I don't know, huh? I liked Shatner's response, though, when the the media was questioning him. And I think it was the um, one of the media people from CNN said something about... Uh, Just when she got to the pu- just when you got to the punchline, we lost you, Melanie. My my phone doesn't like you at the moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's trying to multitask. See how you are. He's trying to multitask on the phone that you're calling in on. Figure that one out. The woman talks, and you just cut her out. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk. About, I see how you are. We'll talk about that. Here's a word from our amazing sponsor. I'm sorry, Miss Sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by. Audacity. The gamer dignity is overrated. Go to o d d a s s i t y dot com. That's o d d a s s i t y dot com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And I got great news for y'all, the all six of you, seven, maybe ten, <laughs> who listen to this. If you use Madria, all one word, all caps, you get ten percent off your order. Do it now. Buy two, three, four, maybe five copies of the game and give it for Christmas. They make great <laughs> stocking stuffers for your children. That's right. Now's the time to get them. So hurry up. They're running yes, out. That's true. It's the greatest party game ever. <laughs> ever. Of all time. That's right. We even it, played it'll some give you it. a Christmas to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Especially. That's how Melanie ended up in her current condition. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. yep. so, I got knocked up from playing Audacity. It's true. It's true. <laughs> See? That's how we spent our quarantine. We decided, hey, let's play Audacity. And next thing you know. There she is. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. Wow, I'm uh, blushing. All right. So let's try this again. Melanie was about to give us a great punchline. Oh, yes. So the lady from CNN, one of the news people was kind of mocking space tourism. And Shatner said, actually, you know, I think that everybody should go to space because he got like really philosophical, basically, and gave her this really profound answer about how when you're out there in the vast nothingness and you're looking down at this beautiful blue planet full of life how stark of a contrast it was between the just vast nothingness and the life down on earth and how it made him really appreciate life on earth and how much we should all be taking care of our planet and thinking about what we're doing to the planet to continue to have life on earth. And it like, she was like kind of mocking what he did, you know, and he gives her this totally profound answer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I heard yeah. that. It was it was very good. He, he did a great job. But I also liked how he followed up and said, oh, by the way, the earth is not flat. I looked. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's probably Just a little most, FYI. Yeah, that was great. That's the most eloquent thing I've ever think I've, I've, I've ever, which apparently I can't speak eloquently. Oh, uh, God, I, I, I didn't know better. I said John's drinking tonight. Well, I've only had one or two. Um, that's that's probably the most eloquent thing I've heard him say. And I'm actually I, I like Shatner. I've always been a, hey, you know. I've always been a quasi fan of the man. I actually was a really big fan of his Tech World series back in the day. Yeah, I love the comic. He, we made a lot of fun out of him because he had a very unusual acting style. True, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just and it, he's really funny. Like he's really candid in the moment, funny when people interview him and. Stuff. He just like pops little jokes and funny comments right off the top of his head in the moment too. Oh yeah, I can imagine. I did. I I think we we may have touched on this one before. He did a episode with Josh Gates of Expedition Unknown. It was during Shark Week on the History Channel, I believe, and it was pretty funny. They actually did a spiff. They took uh, Shatner out to dive with the sharks. And uh, it was uh, it was, he was incredibly funny through the whole thing. It was uh, it was very good. He said, uh, "Josh, it may not go well for you if I get eaten by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> Could be the end of the show." I don't. Know. 
but uh, it was good. That should be watched too. He's very funny. Now. He, he comes across as the standard nice Canadian. I've, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm not, I, I do wonder sometimes when somebody has like 20 divorces. <laughs> but, well, you know. I honestly, I could see being a celebrity and it, and especially you're a celebrity for a long period of time of it changing who you are. Like every interview I've ever seen with Garth Brooks after like 2000, he comes across, comes across as disconnected and awkward. As long as you're not talking, if you're talking about anything but music, he comes across as weird. So I could see that. Especially if you're somebody who's world famous for one specific thing like Shatner is. I mean, let's be honest. The only thing he's really known for for is being Captain McCard. Not McCard. I'm being James Tiberius Kirk. Yeah. You know, because and it's also the but same thing that almost makeup of that. Yes. He's trying to fix your mistake. Yeah, but it actually, but it was also the thing. He'll probably <laughs> want to play Captain Picard now that you mentioned it. Yeah, he'd have to lose a few pounds. <laughs> Oh, oh the way, there we go. By the way, William Shatner, please mention at Mad Trio Show. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. But he, uh, because it, it also almost killed his career, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, he, he made the most out of a very short run. Yeah, three years for a life huh? for a, a yeah. life career. I mean, that's. That's pretty good. You know, and then the movies and. Do you think he did what uh, the, the guy who played the '60s Batman did? Was you know go to car lots in the bat suit and all that? You know, did did he do something similar back in the day, trying to get a rub off his old character? Adam West. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that Shatner was near as typecast as a guy running around in a not very good looking Batman costume. You know, t basically tights and a speedo. Over the tights. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just. He should have become a wrestler. He was wearing the same. He should have, yeah. Especially during the 60s. It was in. One of those Mexican wrestlers. Um, a luchador? Yeah, there you go. That, the, then they kind of got the outfit for it. He's too tall to be a luchador. <laughs> Most luchadors are short. Well, all right. That doesn't mean that he couldn't be a tall one. Well, from what little I. What, from that, what Macho little Libre? I, Lucha Libre. <laughs> Lucha Libre. Mucho Mucho Libre. Libre. No, Nacho, Nacho Libre is a movie. <laughs> That's what it was. Nacho. He'd be Mucho Alto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I don't know. Was he his typecast? I don't know. I don't think so. But I'm sure he had some difficulties with different roles in the, you know, after that show ended. You'd have to ask him. I would be curious. To, I would be curious to see if he had issues because I know it seems like all the other stuff I've always heard he helped create, like TJ Hooker, Tech World, uh, some of the other stuff. I've always heard he's been kind of in. Does he have a stuff. he has a book? Doesn't he? he has a book about his life? You might look the book up. It's probably answered in there. I'll have to. Yeah, because that that a lot of times answers some of the questions. I'd be curious. I'll have to finish reading Dick Prenicky's book. Oh, okay. So what do you got, John? I'm running out of things. <laughs> I did my three. You did your three. Uh, that's it. I, didn't, I don't have a top ten tonight either. What? Uh, there was what? nothing. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I I'm, let everybody down. I'm disappointed. I know. I, I'm, I've been really enjoying your top ten. <laughs> she, she's been uh, loving your listicles. I, I, yeah, I appreciate that. I, I worked on it some today, got sidetracked. I blinked, <laughs> forgot what I was doing, <laughs> And next time, next thing I know, the show's on. I mean, oops. So, have you all watched Hellraiser? Yeah, oh yeah, that's high on my, I just love watching Hellraiser. So, Hellraiser starred, uh, uh, was it uh, Doug Bradley? I think it's being reboot with a female pinhead. That's the, whatever. What? Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Clayton, Sense8 the Elder, will be taking up the mantle, stepping into the role first originated by Doug Bradley. Bradley, who played the character across eight of the franchise's ten installments, only recently stepped away from the role as of 2011. Hellraiser Revelation, Clayton will be the first woman and first trans actor, actor to play the part. Good, good for her. Might be typecast, but... I'm Interesting. I have to. Yeah. I, I actually want to see how they play the, the character different. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all these movies being redone with like females because 
the movies are like like Ghostbusters, you know, and there's a lot of movies that they're redoing and changing it to a female lead. And it's not that I don't support women, obviously I do, but I don't redone period. Like the originals are good for a reason. Like don't mess with perfection. If you want female leads, then make female leads in new movies. I, because now you're putting this female lead up against a classic and they're always going to fall short. It's kind of like you're setting the female leads up to fail because when is it ever going to be better than the original? I, I, on the ghostbusters, I would have been cool if 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 it was clo- if it was a canon of the original and said okay all the Ghostbusters had daughters it was similar writing style that wasn't slapstick the 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 problem with the the reboot in my opinion it was slapstick it was what from the dry comedy that it was in the original to this horrible comedy I think the writing failed the movie not the fact it was female leads in my opinion because I was I was I didn't even watch it I didn't even watch it because I don't like when they redo old movies. Just I, give me a new movie. You know, I don't I think saw, you're alone in that opinion. I, I've heard that from numerous people, and I, I agree with you. I've seen half of it. I do not recommend, like, watch the trailer. The trailer's better than the whole movie. Yeah, well, there's a lot of movies that's the case, but yeah, absolutely. And some movies I make an exception for. Like, I'm probably going to go watch the new Dune, yes. because there's some movies where it's like, well, CGI is so good that they could probably redo that better than they did back then. So when it's something like that, when it's like CGI can take it to the storyline to a new level, I'm willing to go watch that, but I'm probably still going to have feelings about it. I don't know if it'll add up to the original for me because you've already fallen in love with the original. So it's like, it already has a place in my heart. So it's got to be really, 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 really good to outdo that. See, I knew there was a, a really reason I, I like Melanie. She likes David Lynch's Dune. Automatically a better person. I, I do yeah. think... I she was talking about David Lynch's Dune. I think she was still talking about Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for, for Dune... For for Both. Dune specifically, I think it's a little rare because there's never been a good version of Dune that's actually stayed close to the book. The first one wasn't. Uh, if you'd like, David Lynch's movie was a, was an adaptation, and the Sci-Fi Channels had bad act, uh, bad uh, CGI and all that. My only issue with it is Dave Bautista's in it. Well, to be fair, also I haven't read the book, so I can't really speak to that. It's. It's it's a bit of a slog, but it's a really good book once you get finished with it. It's a bit of a slog, but hey, got nothing better to do anyway. And most movies never live up to the book, (laughs) though. I read The Shining before I watched The Shining, and I was was so disappointed. And everyone loves The Shining and Jack Nicholson and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but the storyline sucked compared to the book. Like, if they had just made it like the book, it would have been ten times even better. Like, yeah, Jack Nicholson nailed it. He nailed the character just great, but like... If you had stuck to the original content of the book, it would have been so much better. So I think whenever there's a book and a movie, the book's always better. It's always better. So Stephen King went and tried to fix that with a mini series of The Shining in the early nineties. And that On was TV. Just- yeah, it was just It crap. was crap, but it did stick to the storyline. And if they had done that originally with Jack Nicholson, it would have been awesome. Too bad the director of the original Shining was a psychopath. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it yeah. takes a psycho to make a psycho movie, right? <laughs> yeah, well, Kubrick, yeah. Kubrick was known well, for, like, if you, you, you was it uh, Shelley Duvall? Was she the one in it? Mm-hmm. If, uh-huh. you watch, if, you, if you read what he did to her... It's proof that the dude had some major issues. He was a great director, but just treated his actors like trained monkeys. She's and you know, all the writing of the um, no beer, no uh, makes Jack Dill boy all that crap. Uh, he did that himself. Kubrick did. He stayed up all night writing all that out. I believe it. Yeah, that's how crazy he was. He did all that himself. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was a crazy director, but he was a fantastic director. The movies are great. 
You know, we, so, we've had this discussion uh, on the show before about movies versus the books. And, I, you know, I think we've all come to, to understand that when you read a book, you can go into so much more detail and actually the backstories can be better. And, and there's so many other things that tie in that when you, you know, you read a book and if you like the book and you know, you go see the movie, you go, eh, it didn't stay to the plot or it wasn't as good. And it's sometimes it's hard in a movie in two hours to put, to put all that in, uh, yeah. that everything that we read, read in the book. So, well, yeah. so, so talk I about- mean, it takes you days or weeks to read a book and it takes in the only, the, what's the longest movie, what? Well, I, three yeah, hours. Well, four, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but Lord of the Rings well, extended editions. Four hours. It's like, yeah, three hours is generally a longer movie. So, so yeah, the, the, the extended edition of Lord of the Rings: Return of the King is uh, three hours and forty-five, three hours and fifty minutes. Yeah, about, so about four bathroom breaks. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and in Melanie's condition, about twenty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, she's she's doing the uh, watch it along with me on on Disney Plus or something like that, so she can take it with her. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking Let's... of reboots and books and all that, um, so John, did you hear that Netflix acquired Chronicles of Narnia from Disney, and they're going to reboot the entire series? They're not going to start from the silver chair, which is where Disney left off. They're going to redo the entire thing. I'm this. This concerns me to some degree, just because of what the the Narnia is actually about and the modern sensibility of like zhuzhing things up the wrong way. And potentially, I like it, but it just really depends on how they take it. You know. Yeah, I mean, their budget isn't like Disney's though. So that's where I'm like wondering how they're going to do CGI and all the other stuff that Disney had the budget for. Mm. Man, because I, yeah. I really wanted the silver chair, though. I was always kind of bummed yeah. they never they never got to that one. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll see. They, they have it. They haven't given any ideas to how long it will take before they start releasing it or whatever they're going to do with it, but. They acquired it. They got it from Disney, which is surprising that Disney relinquished their grip on something. They probably didn't have a choice. I mean, my guess is that it's like Sony and Spider-Man. If they didn't make a movie, they might have been in the process of losing it already, um, depending on how long the rights were for. I was going to say, talk about changing the book. I don't know if this is changing or or a wacky headline. Amazon's making a Lord of the Rings uh, TV show, and now there's going to be Hobbits of Color. Which was a headline I read. There's no hobbits of color. There's going to be like. Is this like the Munchkins from uh, uh, Wizard of Oz? Did so, they originally film it in black and white? What? So they're good, they're going to have they're going to have, they're going to have uh, like black hobbits and Asian oh, hobbits because oh. oh, oh hobbits of color. Got headline. it. Understood like, now. Like, like uh, PSC people of color. That's like fine with me. I, you know, I, let's be all inclusive. I don't care. That's was, great. Was, Were you picturing purple and green hobbits? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming depending if you're like if you're in magic mushrooms you might be seeing hey, a purple hobbit. Who knows? I mean, you know, nowadays. It, it, and it was it was a, it was a hilarious headline that I saw. And it was in in a couple of articles I saw. Amazon has people of color in hobbit roles and I and every, all these comments were like, "Oh, that's an amazing yes." And I'm like, "I I <laughs> Wait, explain this headline why, <laughs> why is that a big deal to somebody I I, I I i get why if you're a person of color wanting a a some somebody in a movie to represent you i get that but Hobbit? how is it i, I just don't get, well, get it being a okay. big deal in a new headline use race a f- fictitious Hobbit is a race and so i kind of get where their thinking is but the way they said it may, literally makes me think there's going to be like neon and blue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm like, what are we doing here? We have a rainbow of hobbits. You know, I was, yeah, that's where I was going with it. <laughs> so uh, that Melanie hilarious. said that's exactly what I'm picturing. I'm like, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to hear dun 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 dun. dun. It would make me laugh. <laughs> um. Is this such a wacky time to be alive? Like now, especially that I have like a, 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 I have a kid who's almost five. 
and now so slightly paying attention to school stuff and the, the wacky stuff that you, you you hear even in my little community it, it was like how how do you people have this much free time because they're stay-at-home parents and they got nothing else to do but watch either cartoons for their kids or read conspiracy theory stuff on their so their when laptops or when, iPads when, or whatever. When you had children that young. When I it, had children that young. Were, were this, was it, what is, was it as wacky? <laughs> Apparently I'm, I'm, I'm Porky Pig. Was it as yes. Wacky? Yes. Uh, no, I don't think it was near as wacky as it is now, to be honest with you. I mean, we didn't have social media. I, you imagine what the sixties would have been like if you had Facebook. Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> Might've been interesting. <laughs> See, Maybe I that would make it. a cool show. I would watch that show, but like a show on Hobbits, like we already had the movie. Like I'm fine with Hobbits of Color and all that. My objection to that was you're making a TV show about Hobbits. We've moved past this already. Like why are we going back? And, and not, by the way, not only movies like like 20 hours worth, 24 hours worth of movies. Right? Like, yeah, I don't know. But, like, putting the future into the past, like Facebook into the 60s, <laughs> that's an interesting concept. Yeah, I'd be. get behind that. You know what? We could probably make a, a TV show out of that. That would be great. Yeah, let's write a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> you could have, you could have the, 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 the Russians interfering with things. Oh, absolutely. You could, you could have the, 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 the flower children. It's like, man, we're going to meet at Hate ashbury and get loaded. Wild sex. It would be hilarious. But all in social media text <laughs> and uh, emojis, and <laughs> you can have all kinds of things going on. Now, the questions: Would you play it serious and have it be like Ghostbusters, where it's actually funny, but everybody's playing wacky stuff serious? Uh, or would you play it like slapstick? No, I don't know about slapstick, but I think it could be, you know, that that subtle humor that we talk about mm -hmm. occasionally, you know, or, with or, the moments of pure slapstick, maybe. I don't or know. would it be like the move, the TV show Superstore that I, as a guy who used to work at Walmart, Walmart cannot watch because of the amount of similarities working for Walmart. Has <clears> don't worry. Show. I didn't work, work at Walmart either. And I can't watch the show. <laughs> well, at least I <laughs> swear to God, I, I have not been drinking. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking it'd be more like black mirror. Oh, that would be hilarious. I took it darker. <laughs> yeah, you did. I like you that. thought slapstick. I thought very dark. <laughs> mm. I I would watch that. That would be hilarious. Well, so we turn Helter Skelter into <laughs> days with future past. And... Oh, no, you don't. Helter Skelter <laughs> is Facebook. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There you go. Instead Can you imagine we call Charles Manson on Facebook <laughs> and his Facebook group? Uh, oh my God! All his followers. You, you have, oh my! Oh no! You have Charles Manson as, as Zuckerberg. Is <laughs> oh my God! My, <laughs> By the way, Zuckerberg, you, you're welcome to say I suck on your Facebook page. <laughs> We may be giving away some of the best TV ideas that have been out there in a long time. I know. You know? I know. Wow. Oh, my God. See, TV is so bad right now. Movies are so bad. I'm having to come up ideas <laughs> for them. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. Stop remaking shit. Here's your new ideas. That's right. <laughs> man, that's what brainstorming's all about. You, you can get off Abner Heard and Johnny Depp. Make this shit. <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh, that's pretty good. Now talk like about it. shit you need to see, listen to right now. <laughs> Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. And maybe next week I won't be as heavily drunk because uh, apparently I'm plastered. By the way, I, I'm, I'm I'm listening to myself here. Hey, you're ready to play Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> it always helps to play Audacity while you're drunk. Wow, sounds like fun. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hurt. So let's put it that way. <laughs> of course. We wouldn't advertise any illegal substances, though. It's California. Nothing's illegal. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <sighs> yes. I'm not going to answer that one. 
and nothing's nothing's illegal until you have the knock on your door. <laughs> so probably truth to that. It's like that that little girl at the coffee shop I used to go to. The the ABC uh, was it uh, alcoholic beverage control and this guy had this little tiny Rena badge. It was like this big. It looked like he got it out of a box of a Cracker Jacks because I was looking at him holding it. He said, "Oh, as of this time, fifteen. Like like Jack Webb as a cop said, you are no longer allowed to sell alcohol." And this little girl's freaked out. And I'm thinking, is this guy legit? Oh, you know, when that's your job, you got to be serious about it. It's hilarious. He's, <laughs> he's wearing a cheap suit, holding a little. Badge. John, they don't make a lot of money. That serious suit. If it was that old, that serious cost the, the paycheck, you know. But it was, it's just—it's hilarious. It's like the copper, the copper clapper caper. I know it's kind of funny. Try saying that five times. Five All right, I got something for you. We'll wrap it. We're we'll gonna wrap this up. It better be a listicle. Well, it's pretty funny. It's weird things that happen to your body when you die. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, that's fun. Well, I mean, I won't go into details, but the things like—did you know you might grow crystals? <laughs> the huh? water and minerals from your. And phosphates in your course, course, corpse <laughs> would make perfect Where cocktail. Where do they grow? I, they didn't get into the exact details. My guess is probably the stomach. I don't know. Let's see what else here. No more wrinkles. Yeah. Loss of muscular tension will make your wrinkle, wrinkles fade. Uh, oh. Yeah. And your skin kind of turns to leather. So, so that's why you're here. Oh, mom looks so good. That's right. <laughs> Did you know your corpse can explode? Uh, gases yeah. build up. They exploded. There's been yeah. a lot of whale corpses that exploded over the years. This is the one all the guys are going, what's the point? Post-mortem e erection. It's possible for men to have an <laughs> erection and even ejaculate after death. It's like, what? Really? Yeah. I swear, wow. I How about that? I swear I've read stories where a woman got pregnant from a corpse. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my God. That's insane. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah. Imagine trying you to come collect. going, you come going, coming and going. How about that? Imagine trying to collect that check. Oh Lord! Yeah. Oh probably. my God! <laughs> I hope these are true. It says you could turn into soap. I've heard that one too. The fats in your body made into soap. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. That's a nice parting gift for your family. There you go. Hey, I'm showering. I'm gone. Make me into soap. That's... Keep me with you for the next, you know, six weeks that... in your shower. That's right. <laughs> That's it. You're... Put like... me in a fancy package, wrap a little bowl, bowl around it, give it out to all your friends. You, you stink so bad, you have to use me to shower. <laughs> That's oh right. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh... And I thought turning your, your your loved one into a crystal was weird. So your your heart can actually continue to beat after you die. I thought that was a sign of death. Was your heart stopping? Yeah, that's not so true. Hmm. Says so your your heart may be stubborn. <laughs> this is a pretty funny list. That's weird. <laughs> it, it actually, after you died, your heart could start beating again for a bit and then stop. I, Explains Keith Richards. Yeah. I, how about that? Oh, of course you can. <laughs> uh, your brain might. Remain alive for a while too. It says, "Hmm, maybe that'll be all the out of out of body experiences because your brain's still going." Well, so, that's like the the guy who got his head chopped off and he kept blinking. Yeah, well, and he had his assistant count how many times he blinked or whatever, <laughs> and he supposedly answered it correctly. Of course, you know that's like going up the horse that stomps his foot and say, "You know, count to three. Well, it just happens that horse stomps three times all the time. It's not. Come on. <laughs> Reminds me of the joke of that in a celebrity. Yeah. Come on, keep going. Okay, let's. I'm sorry. There are a couple of them, and they're even too weird for me to talk about. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Come on. Come oh, on. those are going to be the best ones. Oh no, on. no, no, no. Let's see. The body will self-destruct in three, two, one. <laughs> the cells in your brain will adjust themselves as soon as you die. Okay, what's so special about that? Yeah, oh, you're gonna poop. <laughs> You know. Yep, you're gonna poop. You're gonna lose bladder and bowel movement. Hmm. Shitty. <laughs> there is no dying with dignity. I guess you not. will shit yourself no matter what. Yeah, you're going to. You know what? You're also gonna fart through your mouth. Gas <laughs> will come out your Did mouth. You yeah. yeah. So it, you know, instead of the fart going through the anus, it's gonna come out your mouth. How special. 
Wouldn't that just be a burp? That, no, that's, that's a burp. That's even funnier if the guy's trying to give you mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Oh lord! No, I think it's a. I think it's a furp. I like. I like that term. A furp. A furp. A furp. <laughs> oh my god! So, that makes me never want to try to resuscitate someone. That's it. It'll never happen again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just gonna let you die. I don't want you to fart in my mouth. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, oh my god like, oh man that last guy had really bad breath <laughs> that kind of left a really bad taste in my oh. mouth <laughs> oh. Oh. so many jokes that i've been afraid from right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know what maybe we'll leave the rest of these for the next show because we're at we're at our one hour time limit here oh, lazy gentleman for apparently slightly inebriated california prior for the fat man the old guy and miss audacity herself thank you for joining melanie and as always thank you for listening goodbye goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>